Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Hi, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. We're glad you're with us, and I hope your Friday is going well. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by a new friend that I'm getting to know, Miss Tracy Price. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Tracy, that was in my best podcast voice. They're teaching me that, hey, Carmen, speak a little clear. So I am glad you're here and glad to have a conversation with you. Glad to be here. For ladies, you listening in, um, I've known Tracy's husband for a little while, but really I've heard about Tracy through him and knew, Tracy, that you were pretty special because he loves his bride. But it's only been recently that I got to sit across the table from Tracy and get to know a little bit more about her and a little bit more about her story. And that's why I invited her in to say, hey, can I can I learn more about your story and what God's doing in your life? So, so Tracy, that's what I want to do is I just want to go into a conversation. But before I do that, tell the ladies a little bit about who Tracy is as a starter. Okay. I am a pastor's wife. He is senior pastor at Love Fellowship Baptist Church in Romeoville, Illinois. We planted the church in April of 2003. We have four children, two boys, two girls, ages ranging from 28 to 21. We have two granddaughters by my oldest son, seven years old and a one-year-old or 14 months. And we've been married for 29 years. We have a dog. He's two. (laughs) 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 We reside in Bolingbrook, Illinois. I have three college degrees that aren't being put to use (laughs) at this current time. I have a paralegal degree. I have a behavioral science degree, and I also have a master's in counseling. Hmm. People that know me would say, you just entered into danger zone, Tracy. I just wrote that note down. Like, hmm, three that aren't being used, and God's letting us hear about them today. Oh, that's interesting. (laughs) So what are you doing, Tracy? I know you work in the workplace. Yes, I work at Blue Cross Blue Shield, and I've been there for eight years. I started off there just thinking that it would be something probably more on a temporary side, but God has led me to continue to work for for Blue Cross Blue Shield. Um, It's been an experience. I think the best part of working at Blue Cross Blue Shield is giving me um, an opportunity to work for a bigger company, meet a lot of people, and to also be able to network with the company being so big and and there being so many co-workers and so Mm -hmm. forth. I can, you know, meet and so I think that has been a part of God's plan um, when mm-hmm. I was working at Blue Cross Blue Shield. It was not something that I could see myself working for a long period of time. What do you do there, Tracy? I work for the membership department. So a lot of people joke about the fact that when you work um, in a certain career, you have like opportunity to have like, I don't want to say money, but people joke about what I do because 
on the side that I work on, we do get bonuses. So Mm -hmm. the people who have worked in claims and so forth as a career, they know that, you know, you get like nice bonuses. And so they're like, yeah, I know why you stayed at Blue Cross Blue Shield because you guys get really good bonuses. (laughs) So that may have been like the purpose of me staying there before, you know, when I first started there. But now I see that God has placed me there for the amount of time that I've been there for a reason, because I have a friend who is very close. I would, I would say she's very close to me. So she's Muslim. Mm-hmm. And so I've been gradually, you know, talking to her about Christ, about Jesus and about the word and so forth. So I'm starting to realize now, like, okay, Lord, Maybe this is why I've been here because she, I think she thinks that, you know, I'm like a person that she can confide in. She talks to me, tells me her personal business and so forth. And I think he has placed me there for that reason and to be able to witness to others who are, you know, maybe of some other denomination and so forth. But yeah, I've I've grown close to her. And I've learned a lot about Muslims, things that I just had no clue about. I love that. I love that. I, I lean in because that I'm so passionate about the marketplace because, you know, God puts us out there. And like you say, the friends that are joking, oh, I know why you stay because you're getting that nice bonus. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, we went because it's it's a job. It provides income for our families. Mm-hmm. But but if we realize it's it's a platform where God puts us to interact with people. It's so much more that God does provide through, you know, through those routes and not just for us, but, you know, I think of how your church, you know, has been blessed because if resources are coming into you, he passes those resources through us, right? Through, you know, to gifts to, to help church. But, but and what you're saying about your, your coworker, you've learned so much and you didn't learn it in the classroom or the workshop to say, how do I understand about Muslims? You know, no, you, you're, you're on the, it's like, you're doing life with somebody. So you're sharing life. You're doing this job, helping each other succeed. And it's sort of, it's building small group. It's building community. And I, sometimes I don't think our eyes are open to where God has put us. And that's the stuff that counts. The other stuff is just blessing to me. It's no different than IMB dropping off a missionary on some other part of the world. And they're saying, go live. Go live and build relationships. You know, sometimes we lose track of that. The job that we're in, that's that's a mission, though. God's put us on to be aware of who he's put around us and just live. We don't have to come at it so hard like we're trying to put a notch on our belt. Just just live. But in the meantime, God's providing for us and our families at the at the same time. So I love what you just said. Um, Tracy, I'm also intrigued because it is a larger organization. And I, you know, I'm passionate about leadership development and training and equipping of skills and competencies because they make us more effective in those roles of leadership and those roles of influence in in those positions that God's give us. And sometimes nobody's ever taught us skills like time management or communication and so forth. One of the things, though, that intrigues me is, and you've already said it, working for a larger organization, I know that working for a larger organization, there's a lot more resources and intentionality in going into developing leadership skills and you know equipping employees, especially employees at different levels. And if you're in membership, they they've invested in you because they 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 want you to bring you're a means to an end for the right reasons, right? They're they're using you to bring in those members and to be able to in the church world we would say 
love on those members. They're saying they want to engage those members because they want that member to be part of their family forever for a very long time. Give us some examples in that that corporate structure, what leadership development may look like, what opportunities for somebody may look like to, to develop as a leader. I would say that they offer courses. They um, have started paying us to take courses. That was kind of one of the reasons why I honed into that job because I saw how important growth was um, Mm -hmm. in that organization and how they really tried to hone in on growing in the leadership part. They want to invest in their employees so that they will have the opportunity to grow within the company instead of always going out getting someone new into leadership positions. They want to find a leader within the company who's already employed with the company. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there there's always like opportunities to become, you know, more or do something different or learn more. I'm more mm-hmm. educated. That's good. And, you know, ladies, if you're listening, you see this a lot in organizations. They want you to grow because when you're learning and growing, that means their organization is learning and growing and not becoming stagnant. And it's much cheaper and you have better chance of sustainability of an organization if you're creating those pipelines inside, right? Growing our own, you know, developing our own. And because they're already learning your culture too. So you're giving them skills, but they're already part of your culture that really mirrors discipleship in the church. You know, what, what are we doing to see as God brings them to the church? What are we doing to see that young believer and bringing them into the pipeline, right? So that, so that we are helping to develop them so that they can reach back and help to develop others. That same concept, you know, fits into, fits into discipleship. You know, Tracy, and I've been the person looking back over my career and many listening has been the person that's left organizations because they didn't invest in the growth or champion growth. Right. And it, you just become, you just become stale. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I'm kind of chuckling to myself though, because I'm looking back at the paralegal and the counseling and the behavioral science, I think, and I'm thinking you're using every one of them. Those are the people skills and understanding how people tick. It's just, it, it may that may not be the degree that got the job, but I think you bring up a good point. God wastes nothing, but sometimes we put this hat on what it should look like, right? And God is choreographing something so different that the vehicle He has you setting in may not look anything like you thought it would, but every bit of your training and equipping and life experience and being able to make sense. I mean, I'm thinking your people skills, right? That that's coming to play. He's not wasting it. He's leveraging it. It's just, I go back to the fact that God has choreographed a different dance for each one of us. Yes. (laughs) You know, it's a different dance for each one of us. And and I love it because when you find yourself in in that sweet spot, there's no way you could have ever went and applied for that position because you didn't even know it existed. It's almost like God just keeps evolving it to fit who you're developing to be. Yes, I agree. That's good. Many people have your organization in their pocket, Tracy Blue Cross Blue Shield. So I'm going to lean in. I'm going to, I'm going to get to learn more about you because I'm working on some healthcare initiatives and, and I'm thinking, hmm, you see, you see it through the insurance perspective, which you've, let me just say this. You've watched the pandemic through a different lens. Yes, I have. Yes. Right. Yeah, it, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about that. What You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
So last year and the year before, uh, we have just experienced something that, of course, I've never experienced as far as uh, making sure that people who were previously uninsured became insured because of COVID-19 so that they can have that medical benefit that is so needed. And what I noticed was that more people who weren't insured prior to COVID-19, they were coming on board. um, They were asking questions. I mean, we have like, I want to say now we're way over 15 billion where we were in 2018 and prior to, and how many members we had has almost doubled that. Wow. Yeah. So I I do think that although COVID-19 is is still, you know, in the air as far as being safe and having the health care that we need, people are starting to realize that Before, I didn't take life serious, but now with the COVID-19 and I see my loved ones at all ages dying from it, I better get on board and and I better do something different. I better, you know, Mm -hmm. try and and make healthier um, life choices and and so forth. Um, So I I have seen a big difference in how people feel about healthcare now. As far as, you know, with COVID-19 and, and, and how it's affected people. Sure, sure. And and again, being Blue Cross Blue Shield is a larger organization. So you have more options at products. And the larger an organization, typically the more coverage and the more the preventative stuff, like you say, the, the, the more coaching that's available to you, the more, you know, the wellness things are available to you. Tracy, I can't help but pivot because I, every week when we do these podcasts, I'll say, you know, we're just ordinary women serving this extraordinary God. And I tell folks, this is what why I believe in the community, you know, the cooperation of church, the community of the church, because we're stronger together. You know, the church with the large C, we're stronger together because we all bring our peace which means we can be more accepting of who God, not, not that we have a choice to accept, but what I mean is as God brings new people, we're, we're better equipped to, to bring them in because it may be somebody coming out of incarceration or exploitation or struggling with the divorce, whatever the brokenness is, they're coming to the church typically looking for answers hope, ultimately hope, but they're coming looking for encouragement and answers. And sometimes, you know, we in across Illinois, most of our churches are a hundred or less. And, you know, it's not like we're experts on things, but when we can all stand together, there's rarely anything that's coming across the steps to our church that somebody else hasn't already got experience with. And when we know that in the network, right, we can we can call on each other, leader to leader in other churches and say, I know I know you do a lot with incarceration. This woman just came in. Can you help guide me? And it's not throw a book at them. That's where we're relational, that we've got somebody's experience that can come alongside and, and that confidence that they bring because it's like, yeah, I've already walked that road. And not just I've walked it, but I'll walk it with you. And that's where I love. And, and so, ladies, if you're listening, remember, if you're not connected to the community, get connected. This is this is what it means. This is why I get excited when I meet a Tracy and say, hey, can I can I talk to you? Can I get to know you more? 
because I'm smart enough to know God's God's strengthening the community because what Tracy now, how he's gifted Tracy, he wastes nothing. But now it's leveraged out for the good of you guys listening in also because you're learning some experiences a sister has that you may not you may not have. So if you're not connected, get connected. You can find us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. Follow us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women or always come check out the website at ibsa.org backslash women. Tracy, I want to pivot because what really intrigued me, obviously, I love the, the foot in the marketplace. But you've also got this side gig going on. And there's a lot of women that are doing this side thing right now. And that's what intrigued me. We were just having dinner one night, just uh, eating a sandwich, sitting somewhere waiting for a training to start. And we started talking about soap. And um, and you start asking me some questions and I was asking you some questions and I got to learn more about this business that you started out of the basement of your house. And there's a lot of women that are finding themselves in those shoes. So tell us a little bit about that business that, that you're doing. Okay. So I have a business where I am making handmade soap with all natural ingredients. And it is basically for those who have really sensitive skin. I started because prior to COVID-19, I was ordering soap. So I had found a retail place where the soap was for very sensitive skin or people with eczema. After COVID happened, I kind of had to go on back orders for soap to be ordered. So my youngest daughter, the 21-year-old, she was like, well, mom, since we need soap and we can't just use any soap from the store, why don't you try making your own? And so I'm like, I'm not making soap. Are you kidding? And so she was like, just try it. Just try it and see how it turns out. So I started researching. And as I went on YouTube and I watched actual soap making, I'll call them gurus because they were they <laughs> making soap for like 30, 40 years. Uh-huh. Uh, they started making it. And so as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, this doesn't look too bad. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. And so I did. Maybe about two or three months within watching YouTube every day. <laughs> <laughs> Several hours, I finally ordered ingredients to put together my own recipes for my own all-natural soaps. And the first, I want to say the first two batches that I made were not so good. I mean, they were (laughs) usable, but they were not anything that, anything close to what I had seen on YouTube. Uh (laughs) Soap making YouTube channels. So after that, the, the first couple of batches, and then I said, okay, I really have to focus more on trying to not maybe get it to look exactly like the the, the soaps that I had seen on uh-huh, the uh-huh. So I said, I have to bring my own little personal thing into the soap. So after I learned how to use the soap calculator, I was able to do that. But that took a little while for me to figure that out. <laughs> Because <laughs> that was like being a scientist. So I'm like, okay, now I've gone back to high school. Um, but it was it was fine. Once I learned how to use the soap calculator, then it came a little easier. And now I, I love it. I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I love making the soap. I love just the experience. Some come out really good. The bad ones I just saved for me and my husband. <laughs> 
<laughs> and my children. But yeah, I, I've, I've really tried to focus on making a product that everyone can use as far as skin types. My next adventure would be shampoo bars and also body mists, all natural body mists, and also deodorant, all natural deodorant. So that'll be my next project. I love it. I absolutely What's the name of the company, Tracy? Honey Shea Soap Company. Honey Shea. Soap company. Okay, girls, if you're listening, we'll put the link to that in the in the episode notes of this podcast so you can circle back. But Tracy, that just displays once again how a lot of these, you know, a lot of what you've been training and equipped, it's taught you to be a learner, right? It's it's that constant, it's that constant desire to grow. And God puts that ambition in us and we we don't need to shut it down, right? We need to harness it and make it healthy. But but that 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 desire to learn and grow when God gives us like sometimes something may pop in front of us that seems like a need, but he can take what a need and the way he's equipped us and we can learn and we can grow. And now all of a sudden he's just put you on a different platform, which I see a lot of women doing with small businesses and so forth, because it's giving them a whole just like your coworker that you said, you know, I'm realizing this might be one of the reasons I stayed at Blue Cross Blue Shield. Their soap may be for a bigger reason than just your skin, because as people come across your company for a need, it's also going to let you play those relational skills out and get to know people where we just get to be a mirror for, for God. But we're not coming at it like, oh, how do I win another and put a notch on our belt? We're coming at it like, I'm, I'm here to do life because God goes with me. But I've always got my antennas up to see where is he working? Whose life is he working in? They may have come for soap and I'm going to sell them soap. But I always want to be on guard to kind of like Blue Cross Blue Shield, right? They're in the door and I want to make sure I get them in the right package. You know, are they really coming just for coverage or do they really need this? Are they really coming for soap or is God doing something that only the Holy Spirit can do in his life and they need to see me through them? How do I ask the questions? How do I learn to, my husband used to say, how do I rattle the doorknob through questions to see if the Holy Spirit's working there and their platforms? And ladies, if you're listening in, I hope you can find some encouragement through Tracy's story because that is many of you. But sometimes we shy back, we shrink back from what God is doing in our lives. And we, we, we look at a situation in front of us sometimes as bloom and doom, the pandemic, <laughs> bloom and doom. I can't get my soap, bloom and doom. You know, my skin is really poor, eczema here, you know, poor me. Instead of like, let me step back because I know that I can trust God. I know that my God is sovereign. So let me step back and see this from his perspective how does he want to use this for his good? And sometimes just a just a shift in the lens, a shift in our perspective, man, can be your 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 jump point to breakthrough of something that God is trying to do in your life. But Tracy, that's the part I love about your story. You're you're a learner. And it's everyday life that's learned, just like your daughter saying, Well, make it, you know, and just somebody, and God always puts somebody around us, right? that just speaks that little word of sometimes it feels like affirmation and sometimes it almost feels like they called us to the challenge, you know? And so, but there's always something that sparks something in us. But boy, when we start to unwake, when something starts to wake up inside us, like you said, no, I wouldn't trade it for the world. When something wakes up, there's a confidence that comes with that, but you start to realize things and that just, that just opens you up for the next thing that God wants to do through your 
through your life. I love it. I love it. Friend, thank you so much for sharing some of your story with us today. Thank you for having me. I want to continue this, friend. I want to continue to get to know you. And now, ladies, I'm ordering soap. I went on her website and couldn't figure out which one I was going to order. And I knew I was going to talk to her today. So I'm going to try out the I'm going to try out the soap. But seriously, Tracy, thank you. And I do look forward to getting to know you better and learning from you. I know I'll learn from you. Yes. All right. All right, ladies, if you're listening in, thank you so much for sharing your Friday with us. I hope you have a great weekend. Have a blessed Sabbath, and we'll see you back here next week on the Priority Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org women.